0: It's so easy to do a bunch of nothing. And as students, even outside of business, we need to watch out for doing a bunch of nothing. One day I woke up and I was like, okay, I'm going to start one more business and Mm -hmm. this business, I care what it is, but this is, this is the last one. I've always been audacious. When I do things, I look at them through the lens of I have nothing to lose. Can I tell you types of mentors I'm looking for?
1: Please, please. Okay. So. Sending shout outs to shout out to you. My name is Chidi Amadi Ahaneku, the head of the Amadi Ahaneku family, and this this is Iconoclast. Welcome to our new series called "We Are Yet to Be Invented." And today we are here with the wonderful Setu, the founder of the Biz Hub. And I know she's a social media coach. She's a business mentor. She's also a forex market expert um and also (laughs) i know she also or the biz hub also sells vendor lists right
0: yeah yes yes that you
1: also went to china to validate
0: i did wow (laughs)
1: that's so interesting i find that so cool (laughs) i find that so cool anyway how are you how are you set
0: i'm good i'm good the sun is out i'm having a lovely morning how are you
1: I'm good as well. I'm good. A bit tired. I wake up at 2 a.m. So there's a lot that has that happens before now, you know, and uh, it just takes a lot. It takes a lot. But I'm happy to have you. I'm happy to have you. Yeah. So before we get into your story, which I also think is very remarkable, I want to ask, and this is a this is a question that I found I got today. My question is, what do you define as hard working smart, working smart? Um, working smart
0: is mm. taking calculated risks mm. and doing calculated tasks. I always emphasize to my students that it's so easy to do a bunch of nothing. And mm. as students, even outside of business, we need to watch out for doing a bunch of nothing. Um, so, you know, you have 24 hours in a day and how many hours are you, you know, are you, are you doing activities that are aimed at getting more clients? How many hours are you dedicating to, you know, um, looking at your mental health and just checking in with yourself? And if out of those 24 hours, it takes six hours or takes five hours, then Mm. I call that working smart. You don't, you, working smart does not equal the the amount of hours dedicated obviously the hours are important but Mm. it it, what really matters are the tasks at hand Mm.
1: that's a that's a much better answer my answer was working smart (laughs) is um, hard work but work but done systematically yes so it's understanding that as you said you don't have to do everything but what you do do it very good Like excellence and then make sure that you do it systematically people really hype this whole concept of working working hard that they forget to work systematically and then it's unsustainable it's it's a bunch of nothing yes but i do think Um, that your answers are much better
0: (laughs) (laughs) no but yeah your answers is like it's so one sentence, mine is just elaborated, but essentially we have the same answer.
1: <laughs> true, true, yeah. true, true. So tell me about your story. Tell me about your story from where it started to where you shifted and went into entrepreneurship and how it's been going until now. Funny
0: enough, mm-hmm. um, as, as the years go by, uh, I, I sort of forget my story, right? And... Um, so whoever's listening that has kept up with me since the, they may be like, oh sit, you forgot to say this, or sit you didn't say this. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, through, throughout some time, um, I have forgotten bits and pieces. So if you are <laughs> listening, OG supporter, please forgive me. But essentially what mm-hmm. happened was um around 2018-19, I was just like starting businesses and um I remember I was in UJ and I needed cash and I was doing different things. Promoter. um, So an activation promoter, you know, when you go to not clubs per se, but um, events where you promote what, yeah, whatever's been given to you. Um, I used to do hair. I used to make wigs and I used to customize wigs and I used to wash them. I had a hair laundry and then I did a bit of makeup and then I sold swimsuits. Oh, damn, I did some, <laughs> I did I many yeah. things. Um, and then I, one day I woke up and I was like, okay, I'm going to start one more business and mm-hmm. this business, I don't care what it is, but this is, this is the last one. This is the last one because I have just been all over the place for the past year and a half. And then that's when you know COVID came, and then that's when I started the biz hub, and um, I have a history of writing, so I'm good at writing. And then I started to sell ebooks, and then I compiled vendor lists. So this vendor list business, I've I've been doing since 2020. It's, it's nothing new. Oh, nice. um, yeah. So that's that's basically what happened. I just put my foot down, and then I decided to start a service based business because I was also tired of having inventory in my house mm. you know um, if anyone has a, a product-based business they'll tell you that you' when whenever they have stock staring at them in their garage or in their spare room they get the pressure like they have yeah. to sell it you know mm. so that's when I decided to go the, the service- based business and offer my consultation services and my courses and my ebooks at least those have they don't have much pressure. And mm. the margins are
1: so much better. I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah. How many businesses do you think you've started to get to this one?
0: Uh, I think three, three or four, three, yeah, around three.
1: Yeah. Mm. And how did you get there? How did you get to a point where you said, I want to start this one business and this is gonna work out? Did you leave everything else? What was the what was the mindset around that?
0: Um, you know, I've, I've always been audacious. Um, Mm. when I do things, I look at them through the lens of, I have nothing to lose. Yeah. If if I don't do it, I will lose because I will 10 years from now, I'll reflect and be like, I didn't have kids then. I didn't have Mm. responsibilities and I didn't take a chance on myself. So that's, that's sort of how I did it. I was like, let me just take a shot on this thing and let me see where it takes me. I literally have nothing to lose. And yeah, that's that's that was the decision. Uh, yeah, it was based on that.
1: <laughs> wow, that's so interesting. You're reminding me of a quote that says, um, optimists get rich, but critics, yes, critics yeah, get right it. or get the chance to be right, something like that. Yeah this is so inspiring i was listening to this video and this guy was saying that you can't get back lost time right and you can't say you can't say because you didn't do something five years ago i'll make it i'll make up for it no the time has already passed you know when what's gone has gone and you just didn't do it at that time and it's very inspiring you were saying
0: Yes. No. I'm, I'm. I'm. saying exactly. I'm agreeing with you.
1: Mm. Yeah. And you cannot. You cannot leave things for a later time because the doing part is what matters. And a lot of people struggle with that. How? Since you yeah. started three businesses, for you, how has that been? Um. I've. I've
0: learned a lot. Um. Mm. I've also made uh, mistakes, but. I've always been grateful for the fact that my mom also has her own businesses. So as much as they were Mm -hmm. a bit different, but you take away core messages. So I haven't lost a a lot financially. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, it it hasn't been entirely bad, if I can just put it that way, because I do have a fighting spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's why I've sort of made it this far and everything is growing right now. Is because I I understand that a business is all about solving problems. For as long as you understand that when you start a business, all you all you do is just fix things, and yeah. on the outside it looks good, but at back at the road, people don't know how chaotic it is mm-hmm. um, when when starting a business. So um, yeah, so I I had already had that instilled at me from a young from a young age, from 18, 19. So it hasn't been wow. a terrible, you know, even the people around me, my friends and family, the support, wherever they have.
1: Mm. And I know that you made your first six figures at 21. I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> How did that feel?
0: Um. Sometimes I can't believe I did that. Um. <sighs> and the way everything was, was, growing and accelerating. I if someone asked me what, what what were the exact steps, I would not be able to tell them. <laughs> uh, everything grew so quickly and so fast. Mm. Um, that by the time I look back, I was like, oh my goodness, um I I've actually made six figures and wow. I everything has just been moved so quickly. I, I don't even necessarily record or recall Mm. how I did everything
1: Mm. that's so interesting at 21 that's a very that's a very wow that's young for six figures
0: yeah like I said Julie I'm I'm a very audacious person I like to flip the script and you know how people move in a certain direction I like to question that like why is everyone moving in this direction why Mm. can't you just do something else Um, and it's not that I'm against everyone moving a certain direction I just want to know why Mm. and it's so interesting when you ask people why they're doing this why they're moving the direction everyone is moving they actually won't have an answer for you
1: they don't know Um,
0: (laughs) they don't know they don't know Uh, it's like there's that I forgot what's the specific term but the Mm. ant effect have you ever seen ants, ants just follow each other in oh. a straight line and mm-hmm. they don't know or even when ants are moving around in circles and it just takes one ant to move in one circle and then a bunch of ants are I, I forgot the term but um yeah. it, it it's it's around the basis of following what other people and just because many people are doing it 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 feels right or it's deemed correct so
1: oh. yeah <laughs> that's so interesting so Recently, I was doing research. I just randomly like doing research, right? And Mm -hmm. also because I'm writing a book. So it really helps Mm -hmm. to have, thank you. It helps to have a very broad understanding of every concept that you write about. I was doing research on free will, right? Yeah. Once you start understanding free will and that you have free will, life changes. Everything moves so differently. And there's this video of this lady, I'm sure you've seen it on Instagram, where it says when you have free will and then she starts doing the things we deem abnormal.
0: Yes.
1: But there is no such thing because you understand that no one, like it's your own path. And you have to start moving in the path that you choose. And while I I was researching on this, I saw that many people give up their free will and in various ways for various reasons some people it's a job some people they give their time to you know people who they don't want to give their time to and all of those things are just them trading off their free will yeah it's such you know, a mind blowing uh, concept
0: i i i wholeheartedly believe that free will should be exercised you know and not mm. even business but in, in your your daily life like if a relationship if a romantic relationship is not going the way that you you want it you need to ask yourself why why am i still here i actually don't have to do anything um and it's not to be rude you know to be you know quote unquote savage or you know but you just have to ask yourself why am i doing this i actually don't have to be here we we are not aligned, you know, we don't have the mm-hmm. same values, it's just not the same, and you have free will to be like, um, hey, you know what, the thing, it's not sitting well with me, and I actually don't have to do it, and you also don't have to adjust what you want, so we can mm-hmm. just go our separate ways, and every single day, I I see the importance and the power of free will, and I exercise it as much as I can and I implement it on my clients as much as I can because mm-hmm. it's so important to question things that you don't know. It's so important to free yourself of, of, of cycles that you don't want to be a part of, cycles that don't even benefit you because mm-hmm. your free will it goes back to the ant effect whereby we're all just running in one line. No one knows where we're going. But since the first ant ran this certain direction then you know we're all going towards direction so free will is is
1: is, it's incredibly important it is and in most cases for every circle to be formed there was just one ant that went out so basically uh, i love this thing that nobody really has it figured out right but the people who move as though who move out of the circle and try and go figure it out other people are the other ants that form new circles but exactly. ultimately you're right ultimately we are just following a circle of someone else who was brave enough and audacious enough to go out and say i want to start my own circle i want to move my own yeah. direction yeah even in, exactly. even in business even in business
0: um you know Chilli, there was there was a time when. In in 2020, 2019 where mm. um so I I cater to women, so I will always speak to women, mm. but about women, but there was a there was there was a phase whereby a lot of ladies and girls who were selling lip gloss and eyelashes, mm. and I was re- so many messages, too many actually, on how to start a lip gloss business, on how to start an eyelash business.
1: Oh, I remember that I time them, actually.
0: Yeah, do you remember that era? <laughs>
1: I remember. I, you
0: know, if I speak, but I am speaking. But mm. if I speak, but anyway, and I used to ask them. So the first few times, I was like, okay, and then I I, I grew interested to mm. to to use the word, and I and I asked them, I'm like, why, why why do you want to sell glass? And then you look at someone's profile you know, on Instagram Mm. and you find that they're an accounting student. And I'm like, why can't you speak on accounting? Why, (laughs) why can't you, you know, why why can't you write an accounting for dummies book? Why can't you Mm. consult for small businesses? And, you know, so I I used, there was a time where I used to ask every single one of them, why? And Mm. seven out of 10 times, they didn't have an answer. You know. why why do you want to sell lip gloss why is, why do you want to sell eyelashes and they're like no because uh, it's moving and uh, you know I'd I'd get textbook answers and I'm like mm. do you want to do it and they'd be like no and I'm like okay I can help you mm. but I'm <laughs> I'm just gonna push you this series of questions to help you realize what you're about to do and hopefully you know, you'll, you'll, you'll have, you know, second thoughts towards it because mm. when you think about it, you're just doing it because other people are doing it. And there was that era in 2019, 20, 2020, where mm. they would follow the, the American girls and they'd sell lashes for a year. And then mm. all of a sudden they have a G-Wagon and they <laughs> thought it was going to happen to them and i was like um you know i i don't like to put down people Mm -hmm. i don't i don't speak negatively but we need to weigh the odds you know um yeah yeah. we need to weigh the odds of what we're doing and what we're comparing ourselves to and see what the possible success rate is
1: (laughs) it's really yeah you can't it's calculated and it has to be calculated Mm -hmm. So in Mm. Iconoclass, we also incubate businesses, right? And we also mentor a couple of businesses. Mm. With all the businesses that I've mentored, the first thing, especially when I see that, okay, they're in a a market that's congested, right? Or there's a lot of people in the market. Mm. It's very competitive. The first thing that I ask is, how Mm. are you going to differentiate yourself? And the answer to that is, I've realized that, the only people who gave good answers quote unquote were the people who really believed and really wanted to be in that business right so they had the conviction Mm. that they actually wanted to help people with what they were doing in that way Mm. it's much better and much easier for you to differentiate yourself because now you are going to find the best way to solve this problem Mm. because again when we go into markets for people who aren't entrepreneurs, when you go into a market, you have to find a problem that many individuals are facing, but also find yeah. the best way and the most innovative way to solve the problem. Yeah. Many people you are know, missing the foundational parts of that, you know?
0: They are. So uh, so also, again, also do offer mentorships. Someone will come up with an idea. And I ask them, what is your USP? What is your unique selling position? Mm. And they they can't really figure out what the USP is. Mm. And I make an example and I tell them mine um, because I think that's also why people would like to have mentorship with me is because they want to know how I actually think, mm. um, which is fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I'm like, you see, my there are a lot, lots of you know mentorships out there there are lots of vendor lists out there but with with my mentorships I will tell you that I work after hours mm. I work after six and already it has done a lot for my business and its sales that I work after six because a lot of people who 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 sign up for mentorship with me 80 to 90 percent of them are, are students or on nine to fivers and that is my USP I work after hours and I'm also extremely flexible. If you tell me two hours before that you want to meet with me, most chances I will I will, I will, will agree. And another USP that I have for my vendor list is that I have spoken to all of these vendors. So if they give you a problem, I will speak to them. I will send them a message myself. Just send me what you'd like me to address with them and I will speak to them. A lot of people when they compile their vendor lists and this is no shade or anything. Um, they don't have that relationship. They don't know their vendors to that level. So yeah. that would be my USP that I actually know them. I have known them for years, actually, since I was a teen. And wow. if you have a, if you run into a problem with them, I'll speak to them. Or if you feel uneasy, um, about sending them you know a, a hefty amount of money mm. I will guarantee give you my 100% guarantee that this vendor is not a scam I know them I've known them since 2015 I know I've also worked with them I bought stuff with them mm. so you have you have my guarantee 100% wholeheartedly that you will not be scammed Um, so because that is that is the main thing with people and 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 buying from abroad, is, they're scared of being scammed. And mm. I, I I reassure them that for as long as you speak to the vendors on my list, no one's going to scam you.
1: How do you go about discovering your USP? How do you find that?
0: So, you know, in business, you actually need to keep quiet most of the time. Mm. Uh, and you, you need to... See <laughs> what questions are being asked the most. So mm. I realized that the main questions that I'm asked with my mentorship is, hey, to so do you work after hours? The main mm. inquiry, do you work after hours? And I was like, you know what? That is going to be my USP because that is a problem that um you know my audience has. They want to be a part of something, but they can only be a part of it after hours. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, this seems to be the common problem and a business is there to solve a problem. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll be sacrificing my my evenings mm-hmm. during the, the weekdays after six. So typically I work from six to eight. And okay. then again with the vendor list, the main thing would be um, the trust element. And that's mm-hmm. when... I I give them my word.
1: Mm. Ah, So it's really just about being quiet and listening.
0: Yeah, you have to be quiet.
1: (laughs) Wow. Okay, that's very interesting. That's a very different answer. (laughs) That's a very different answer. I get it. I've seen that you have a lot of confidence. The things you sell with the content that you put out. And I'm sure that it took time to build, right? How do you go about that? How do you go about building confidence in your work and in your business?
0: Um, You know, Chidi, if there's anything I I pray for every every single morning is I ask God to help me run an ethical business. I am as ethical and as honest Mm. as I can be. Um, So whenever I produce a course, whenever I produce a vendor list, whenever I meet with the clients, I do something wholeheartedly, honestly, as I can. And also Mm -hmm. what builds my confidence is that I use my own products, you know, whenever Mm -hmm. I'm stuck on the markets, I watch my own videos on the vendor list, you know, I wear the wigs, I I use the makeup, Mm -hmm. you know that also builds confidence and people are also confident in me when they see me that I actually use the products everything that I put out I use for myself on a daily um I'm planning on buying more gadgets for my business and I'll be using the same vendor list so that that's where my confidence comes from is that I don't produce for the sake of selling I produce for the sake of helping people
1: wow that's so interesting I was speaking to one of uh my mentees right and they were asking me something similar to that right how do i build confidence in my business especially when it comes to sales i've realized that people don't people are afraid to sell themselves to sell their businesses it's because and mostly it's usually because they are afraid of or they don't have enough confidence in their business. What I usually say is, is firstly, you have to understand that you don't wake up and then you're a business person, right? You don't wake up and you just know how to do it and it's going, right? I mean, if you're lucky, maybe, but it's very rare. What's very important is volume, right? Volume and time. So you have to do things over a period of time, then you can get the skill. You can get the skill of starting businesses, Because only once you've done things, I always say this, you cannot go into business on theory and theory alone. At some point, you have to start doing stuff. And those stuff are the things that are going to influence your growth, firstly, and influence your confidence. And the more you sell, the more confident you're going to be with selling.
0: It's important to have quality products and services that way your your confidence is is also built
1: and how long have you been doing this business
0: um this is actually my fourth year
1: wow is it just the biz hub or it's my year everything this year?
0: no the biz hub alone it's it's been 4 years but if i include the other years where i did the other business mm-hmm. it would be 7 years 7 to 8 years
1: that's almost a decade
0: yeah, and I just turned 24, so
1: <sighs> there's a long way to go.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. And do you think all that time, all that experience influences you now? Or has an influence on your growth now?
0: Yes. And if there's one thing that has carried me and is carrying me through today is resilience, uh, yeah, I don't give up easily. Mm. So. It- if there's anything i'm grateful for throughout the years is is my resilience and my nacity because a lot of people i started with they're not there anymore
1: mm. yeah that's such a that's such a important trait resilience and the misconception yeah. is also that it's going to be easy quick and easy that's the misconceptions that i've seen that a lot of people just assume that mm-hmm. you go into business, you find the right target market and then you start pushing product and it goes but yeah. that's such a big misconception
0: and you you know what what mm-hmm. uh, another misconception that I sometimes struggle with is that even when you start making money, you mm-hmm. think it's going to be easy it's actually not easy I um, yes it's easy to move around because you have cash flow which is amazing and that's the ultimate goal for any business but you always just you know dream and you know and hope that one day when it when I start making money everything is going to be um everything is going to be easier it's actually not easier because not only do you have to maintain the the money that you have but you have to grow it so yeah that's that's also as difficult as trying to accumulate money
1: what I realized as the business was growing and we were getting more clients we obviously have to start also getting a team and getting these new AI you know automations to increase efficiency of course looking at that you also have more expenses now than you did when you started You know, because there's people to pay, there's subscriptions to pay for as well. That pressure starts increasing the more you make more money.
0: So, you know what? So there was a time where things were really, really, really taking off. And Mm -hmm. I was making so much money and I needed help. And, well, obviously I was much younger then, but Mm I too quickly. And when I had too quickly, my money started to go down. And then Mm -hmm. i woke up one day and i had to let go of everyone because i was like i need to figure out what's going on because when i'm alone even right now i'm alone Mm -hmm. and i'm making a a decent amount but Mm -hmm. when i had you know a team i was like no something's not making sense um and then again I, i don't blame it on anyone Yeah, Um, But I feel like it was, you know, it was a learning curve and I was I was young and I didn't know about the hiring
1: and Mm. the process.
0: But I think when I get to a a point where I now I need, uh, you know, to to grow my team, I will definitely be more cautious because the last time I was not getting a ROI. (laughs)
1: Mm. (laughs) How wasn't it difficult to fire your team? Oof, that's such a difficult no. thing. Really? No.
0: No. Actually, you know what? As as a business owner, mm. um you have to you you have to rip off the band-aid and mm. I was like, I have a business, not not a uh, I'm running a business not a charity case. Yeah. And I had it's given them time, you know, prior. I was like, listen guys, I'm actually gonna have to let you go until I figure out what's going on. Um, and I did it, uh, you know, business is business. And mm-hmm. um, at least I had given them the the, the, the time frame, you know, to, to expect it. And, and luckily, most of them had other jobs that they were doing. So it wasn't entirely bad.
1: I get it. I get it. Because <laughs> I really struggled with letting go of people, especially at... Yeah when I was younger, right. I really struggled mm-hmm. with that because these people are usually people I knew very closely or as we built, as we worked together, I started getting very close with them, especially, mm-hmm. oh, especially business partners. Right. Yeah. That's a whole different thing because now we're not, it's like a breakup and you have mm-hmm. to deal with that, that, it's even worse because you have to also deal with the dismantling of the company and all of that, unless you buy them out. But I've always struggled with that because I've always had an emotional connection to that. And I like how you yeah. say it because you say that you're running a business and not a charity case.
0: No, um, you know, business business is so gruesome. And mm. I learned from Stephen Bartlett that if mm. something doesn't Quickly cut it. It has to go. It has to go because you you know. Wait. Also, when I had hired a few people to, to come and work with me, mm-hmm. I had ensured that they're also doing other things because I was like, whew, "Okay, the pressure of like mm-hmm. having one person, you know, having these people literally depend on me, it's it's a bit too much. I'm not mature for that yet. I had acknowledged that you know I'm not mature for that yet, yeah. so I had delegated in such a way that, okay, they have other things going on for themselves. And you need to look at it from the lens of, if I don't let go of these people mm-hmm. and, you know, give them warning and time, I keep them, I actually stand a greater risk, which is losing everything. So it's either you can let them go and give them notice, mm-hmm. or you can keep because you 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 are emotionally attached but you you stand a great risk of losing everything and as you know you know in business it's not nice losing everything because you have to get it back
1: yeah it's not easy studying over
0: (laughs) not easy and the way the way you got it the first time it's not going to be how you got it the second Second time time. the second time you know time has passed years have passed people have a different way you know approaching when it comes to you know the 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 business that you have so things aren't the same Mm. so it's like if I let go you know if if I lose everything Mm -hmm. then I'm gonna have to get it back you know because obviously you're not a quitter this is just a stepping stone but you actually could have just prevented all of this from
1: happening Yo.
0: You could have prevented it from happening. So that's how I learned. And you know, like I said, Stephen Butler, he taught me that if it doesn't work, quickly let it go.
1: Quickly, yeah. because it will, you know, do a whole lot of damage. I was listening to him as well, and he was saying that you have to learn how to quit with ease. Yes. Ah, oh, good yeah. guy.
0: <laughs> Amazing guy. Yo, I if you know, every single place I go it doesn't matter to my friends to my people that are in business or not in business I always tell them I'm like do you guys know of a YouTube channel called Diary of a Seagull oh, mm. you have to watch it you have to I will always go on top of a mountain talking about Stephen Bartlett he's amazing he's and amazing. I really see parts of my you know parts of, of of myself in him and his journey and he's just so amazing and the fact that you know he he started everything from scratch, and mm. that's how I relate to him, and he, he makes me feel like okay, this thing is possible yeah. if 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 you start from scratch, uh, you know, um, you just have to make the right decisions most of the time.
1: <laughs> I always ask entrepreneurs this: Do you have a mentor?
0: You no, know, I'm 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 on the quest for one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very particular about. I think i need two okay um, i think i need two but i'll i'll just have to start with one but i i i can, can i tell you what no. the types of minutes i'm looking for
1: please please
0: okay so i need you know a, a black woman you know late 30s early 40s who mm. is in who either has a business or who's doing amazing corporate one of one of the fields. Mm. That's that's what I do because um, black women do have that touch. True, they do. I, I can't explain it, but mm. I black women so much. I'm such a fan of them. They're amazing. So those are the types of mentors I think um, black women do bring out that femininity and that touch in a business. Mm.
1: Um,
0: can't explain what it is that black women have. They have this magic touch that they have, um, and they have this, you know, tenacity because in most cases they do beat odds, um, especially coming from our history mm. as a country. So I, I'm always interested to see what they did, what they studied, which and their attention they did.
1: to detail. Oof. And I the, think that's yeah, the, yeah, it's
0: it's it's so amazing. Mm. So those are the. two Types of mentors that I'm looking for because, like I said, um, they, they, they do have you know femininity in them, and you know they will tell you, oh, it'll work out, of which obviously that's something that I, I'd like to hear. But sometimes you just need a male figure to be like, "Say to you, nonsense, yeah, <laughs> and don't do it again." <laughs> and I promise you, if you do it again, you're going to lose everything. Do you want to lose? So that's what I need. And like I said. You know, it's it's important to be specific about a mentor because, True. you know, people have businesses and then you, you look how they, they built it and how they have everything they accumulated. And mm. then it, it doesn't align with what you want to build. So it's so important when you look for a mentor to be very specific about the type mm. of mentor that you're looking for. So I haven't really found, but also with myself, I'm I'm not doing much work because uh, I've been so busy in finding a mentor. But when I do have the time in Q2, mm. I will definitely make time to, to look for a mentor.
1: I get it. I get it. I also refer some that I know.
0: <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs>
1: definitely. I think it's important to have mentors, you know, because you need, especially not just one, It's important to have multiple because firstly, you need the different views, right? That everyone is coming with the different backgrounds, the different understanding of business. And usually it's not the same because I think every person, I think if someone could build another biz hub or have similar services, they'd be similar, but only by product and not necessarily by background not not necessarily by experience built to get to where you are right now you know yeah so it's important to have someone who understands that but i think another important thing a person who's who's intentional about their building yes some people just yeah. they just haphazardly go through life and they become lucky and they make money it happens i've seen it
0: yes it it, it really does happen i've also seen it myself where you know some people just really struck it lucky um Mm. and that's why it's it's important to to be intentional when looking for a mentor because truly some people just had a, a streak of luck and um, as much as you know you'd also like that for yourself i don't think those are the best mentors you can get
1: because mm, there's a lot because of that are they won't. are missing mm, mm, mm.
0: and chances are you won't get the same luck luck oh. streak <laughs> so, yeah mm. so you know in business i would say just you know in business it's important to prepare for the worst but don't think about the worst so Mm. I'm I'm so heavy on whatever you focus on grows so if you think about the worst the worst does happen but Mm. you need to prepare for the worst in case in case anything happens so that's how I do it you know when I when I run my business
1: wow so you don't think of the worst but you prepare for it
0: yeah um Hmm. there's too many studies that show that if if you do think about the bad things the bad things actually do play out because that's all you focus on and Uh. you you know you you're not you're not looking at the good or the possibility of great things happening so just be aware that you know you might have a bad financial month and just prepare for it at the back of your mind, but don't put your focus on the bad financial months because you're gonna end up having a bad financial year.
1: <laughs> I get it. I get it. In fact, that that's also one of the questions that um, the listeners asked. Right? This is a question from Khalo at Khalo M on Instagram, and she says, "How do you stay motivated during those those times, those bad times?" and the other question that i want to ask is then how do you prepare for them as well
0: okay so how i stay motivated you know during bad times is that i i tell myself that bad times don't last for as long Mm. as you actively work towards your goal bad bad times don't last and you know for most people a bad time is (laughs) finances. you know for for a lot (laughs) of people about all your finances, and trust me, I've been there, and I I don't really speak about it as mm-hmm. as often as you know my audience would like, but mm-hmm. trust me, I've been there, um, and I always mention that I don't have someone that is you know gently putting in pumping in ten thousand rand or twenty thousand rand my business, it's mm-hmm. all me, you know, so mm-hmm. I I am confident in in speaking about you know about bad financial streaks because i know and i've been there and i take myself out of out of the bad streaks. you have yeah. to acknowledge it's not going to last your situation it's not going to be there forever but during that time you also need to make an active decision to 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 to, to, to look at your routine what are you doing to to ensure that you take yourself out of that and mm. It's important to acknowledge that you're not okay. Like, hey, Chidi, I'm I'm not okay. But yeah. what can I do today? You know, to 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 work towards the goal, to to get myself out of this situation that I'm in. And you know, the small tasks every single day add up to one yeah. big, to one big goal, mm. you know, to one big achievement. So you, you need to tell yourself that it's it's not it's not going to last forever. I wish we had all the time in the world because I know in most times it's about finances and your living situation at home. Mm. Um, but that's that's another podcast for another day. Yeah. But you have to tell yourself it's not going to last, and I promise you it doesn't last.
1: It's so funny that you spoke about the incremental, the incremental things, right? The small things. Yeah. Today I posted yeah. something very similar, and I said, "It's those small." seemingly insignificant decisions right that that actually matter and even when it, you're in yeah. a slump or a bad place it's those small decisions you make to put yourself out I've realized that in fact I do it myself the way I deal with my burnouts I have two ways to deal with my burnouts sometime I'm almost near you know the near of the financial season or the end of the quarter And I don't have time to sit back and relax and, you know, say and deal with my emotions, therapy and everything. So I have a remedy for that. But what I've realized is that it's only a temporary fix, right? Because Mm -hmm. it's just a one-time thing. But what really also helps, especially in the long term, is understanding the incremental Mm -hmm. decisions that we have to make to take ourselves out of these slums or these bad times. Because it's the same principle that if the small improvements that you make every day add up to become big at some point, even the small negative things that you do every day also add up as yeah. well.
0: They also, um, mm, you know, they, they, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. I could, I'd, I, I could speak on us, you know, the whole day, but mm. I'm, I'm not that person. I don't know who a lot of people typically look up to. I don't know if you know Bumi Ledwaba.
1: Yes, yes, um, I
0: do. Yeah, so I'm I'm not your typical Bumi Ledwaba. If if you because I've followed Bumi Ledwaba since your since way back then, and um, Bumi had has, has developed like a morning routine, and she was also emphasizing the importance of the five a.m. club. Mm, and yeah. I'm not that person yet. I, okay. I I do believe that I will get that stage where I'll be team 5 a.m team three kilometer (laughs) jog every morning I'm not that person okay Mm. but I I know that I will get there but for now as long as I drink two liters of water every day as long as I manage my sugar intake because your sugar intake does regulate your emotions so Mm. as long as I regulate my sugar intake and I, I do a bit of exercise every single day it's it's going to add up, and one day I'm going to be randomly a part of five a.m. club, and no mm. one's going to see it coming. But I I know that I saw it coming because it was all these small, you know, acts I was doing, and
1: mm.
0: yeah. a lot a lot of women when they look to me, they 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 think I do all that stuff. I wake up at five a.m. Sometimes <laughs> I wake up at nine a.m. Mm. <laughs>
1: Sometimes
0: five <laughs> or nine, like yeah. because. I slept at like three in the morning so sometimes mm. I'll wake up at nine and I'm not even angry with myself that I woke up at nine because I know that I slept at three in the morning working mm. so like I said earlier on you know at the beginning you know of, of our session is that as long as the job is done with diligence you mm. know as long as it's done see, sure. most times you'll fix you'll fix the process mm. but as long it's done the way it's supposed to be done. And as long as you're improving 1%, as long as your content creation is becoming 1% better every single day, as long as you're looking at the details like, okay, I don't like this video. The next video, this is what I need to fix. You know, my my, my T-shirt does not go with the background. I'm wearing an orange T-shirt, but the background is, is brown. And I think maybe if I can just wear an, another a neutral t-shirt i promise you those small things they make all the difference they make all the difference and you know so what i'm trying to say is that it's it's the small activities that you do every single day that add up and will Mm -hmm. get you where you want to be and you'll look back and you'll be so proud of and then you're going to start doing the bigger acts and they won't overwhelm you as much because when you start hold hold Right, you start cold, you start running the 5k, but you've never ran in your life, you're going to be like, what the hell was that? It's going to be difficult. (laughs) Mm. But when you start with walking, you start by skipping, and you start by managing your diet, and then eventually after three months, you start running the five kilometer, then it's not a a shock to your system and to your body. Mm. And by then, um you know you the chances of you giving up are slim because if you just do it and you shock your body it's, it's not used to it it's going to think this is how I can't do this again mm. but if you, if you just were consistent with the small things one day you know the five minutes it won't hurt as much as as if you were doing it the first day with, with no prior you know um
1: backup or you know experience the podcast that came out today <clears throat> for this week is titled unleashing consistency right what yeah. what i'm hearing now oh it's something that i should have said in the podcast but <laughs> you, you're so right people have to be humble enough to have to be courageous enough to start number one humble enough mm. to think big but start small number two yeah. and consistent enough to go through the process no matter how little it is to reach the desired destination and the, I don't know if I'm number four or five, but the next one is understanding that you still have to have a result. So you still have to start and you still have to do things for you to grow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and this process, this process does not happen if you don't start and it doesn't continue. If you are not consistent or if you don't grow. Exactly. Um, Ah.
0: Yeah, I could speak <laughs> on consistency until the cows come home. Right. But <laughs> consistency is so important. Uh, mm. And I, I know, and I, I, a lot of people say that
1: mm. until
0: you're in it, and until you reflect on your life and the things that you've done True. and everything that you have, and it's like this is this is only because I was consistent. This was, it only happened because I was consistent. That's it.
1: You know, this is so validating because, so before I recorded the podcast, I Mm -hmm. had a realization that my word for this year or my theme for this year is consistency, right? Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, I was not going to to be focused so much on my results as in trying to measure them up you know, to say, okay, the quick results thing, right? My focus is just going to be doing the work consistently at a good rate and mm-hmm. grow over time. And that's all I'm, I I want to do this year, right? To post the the podcast consistently every single Wednesday because now what I want to start doing is playing the long game mm-hmm. because I've played the short game. And yes, I've had the benefits of them. Yes, I've made profits. But I've realized that, and this is why we have, we are yet to be invented. I've realized that w- with what I want to achieve, it's bigger. And because it's mm-hmm. bigger, I cannot be satisfied by the short term wins so much yes. if I'm playing the long game. So yes. the strategy now has to change because I have to start playing the long game. And the only way to win in the long game is consistency. Right, and I don't want to repeat the things I said in the podcast, but ah, so what I've also realized is that at some point to reach a game where you're you're making the the one million a year or the ten million a year, it stops being just consistency, but it starts being the habits, right? Because now it's the consistency that's gonna keep you going, but at some point these things that we are consistent with are going to start becoming habits yeah and it's so much easier to build them then because now you have you have walked for the past year or so and now when you start jogging the 41 kilometers it's not it's not as bad or the 10 yes. kilometers rather it's not as bad and it's the same thing that you're saying because you've created or you have established the habit of consistency
0: yes you yes. know um consistency is so important and when 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 i i like to say i can't explain the things that i want for my life Mm. so i have to show you so i that that's my motto i i can't explain to you the, the type of business and and how good it's going to get and you know, how it's going to feel and how much it's going to make. And I can't explain how my personal life will be. Mm. So I have to show. So, and it's not that I can't explain because I'm keeping it a secret. It's just, it's unfathomable. Like yeah. you you can't process it. Even I can't process it sometimes. So mm. I'd rather show, you know, what? how good things are going to get, and how things are going to look, and that's that's what I that that's what I I work with every single day. I don't work with words. I work with what's what's going on. And people, you know, everyone is people are visual. You know, mm. they believe what they see. So I, I can't I can't talk and be like yo, I'm going to be worth this much, and I'm going to drive this car, and I'll be in the same rooms as these type of people. I simply have to do it.
1: That's so inspiring. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> that is so inspiring. I understand. So you can't explain it to them. So the best way to actually relay it as greatly as possible is by showing it to them.
0: It, it's the only way.
1: It's, it's, it's genuinely the only way. Sure. I think this is a great place to end the conversation with that jam. That, Jim, is how we should end the conversation. But before we end, we also have a, a question that we haven't asked. And this is from Rosemary at oh. Rosemary M on Instagram. And she asked, how do I make sure that I'm in the right business? What's your answer to that? You,
0: you have to do what, what feels good to you. Mm-hmm. So you have to do what feels good. And besides it feeling good, it has to solve a problem. You have mm. to find that middle. You have to find something that that's that solves a problem and you and there's a demand for it and something that's not as difficult for you to do. Like for example, I will never ever, mm. you know, write a book on maths. I was terrible at maths. <laughs> But yeah. if 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 that was because that's what happens a lot of people, let's say, I don't know, selling maths books is what's in at the time. Mm-hmm. I will never do it. I was, I I know I was not the greatest at maths, so mm-hmm. I'm not even going to start. So just because everyone is is doing you know a certain thing doesn't mean you have to do it. And don't don't start a business out of desperation. We need to start it with the intention of growing it and, and scaling it. And of course, obviously, when you started, you started with the intention of making money. Yes, mm-hmm. granted, like every, but you have to um you have to seep through, you have to filter through your current situation, which is probably financial, um, or which is your your home living situation that you want to move out and you wanna buy a car and those things will come, but you have to drink you have to sorry, you have to think through all of that stuff. Mm. And you you have to build a business with the intention of growing it and sustaining it for longer and you know maintaining it and providing employment. So that's that's how you you,
1: you choose a business,
0: essentially. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's so great. That's so great. Thank you. Um uh, I don't know. Okay, let me see. I think what I've noticed and what I've realized is that especially with choosing the right market, you're right. You actually ma- named everything because you have to do something that you are somewhat passionate about or it has to have a component of something you're passionate about. As you said, you're a great writer. So you started writing ebooks, right? Mm-hmm. And that has to be a very important part. Because again. You still have to believe in what you're selling. Uh, and believe. And Alex Homozi. I don't know if you know him. Do you know him?
0: Of course. Yeah.
1: Of yes. Course. And he says conviction over uh, convincing. I think. Right. So the, the people in the business. Have to be so convicted about what they're selling. And believe in it so much. That they're able to deliver that conviction to someone else so much so that this person can trust what they are doing because they believe it themselves. Mm -hmm. So, Precisely. Yeah, so passion is an important part of it. And then I'd also say the problem thing, right? Differentiate yourself though. Mm -hmm. Find a beautiful way that is as differentiated as possible from everyone else to solve a problem. And the problem, again, the problem must be something that people are, a lot of people are dealing with, number one, and that it's big enough a problem that people are willing to pay for it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I think that would be my answer as well. Mm -hmm. But thank you, Setu. Thank you for joining us. This was a wonderful conversation. I really enjoyed speaking to you. I enjoyed learning from you as well.
0: Thank you so much, Jiayya. I can't wait until one day this becomes something physical. (laughs) Me too, eh? um, yeah, Instead of a a virtual call. Definitely.
1: Definitely, man. But thank you so much. Um, It's been great. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being part of our series. And actually, you're the first person Uh, we are are talking to years for this new series. And I'm happy i'm happy that it's you this is a great way to start it eh? thank
0: you so much i'm so honored
1: (laughs) it's a pleasure then and that is us from our series we were with the great and wonderful setu the founder of the biz hub please do listen please do follow please do share with your friends and family i'm sure so many other people can learn from this so many other people can grow from this conversation so don't hold it back don't don't gatekeep please let it out and is there anything you want to say to the people
0: don't talk about
1: it just show us Ooh. and as they say in my Igbo language dad thank you